0: I just gotta get up, get up, you're listening to the Tom Show on WNHHL, nice King, O-H- action, go, Good morning, I'm everyone. Ashley Harry, I don't mind being interrupted by uh, uh, Zach Zach Carlin. Does my theme song, and I've been using it for the last year and a half. But but yeah, getting up, getting up, being positive. So I don't mind you're doing that that remix on me. That 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 that, that that's that's great. Honda uh, Smith is with us. Honda's the uh, West Rock and West Hills Alder and Ward 30, for those of you listening in, and maybe not be from the New Haven area, uh, our alders are similar to your city council people in other towns or councilors. And so West Rock is one of the neighborhoods here in New Haven. And I mentioned that Honda, because uh, we've been blessed to have folks tune into the show. Oftentimes, we do talk about greater New Haven, Connecticut-specific themes, but the themes are really intergenerational, global and pertain to wherever you might be on the planet. So today we're going to talk about your intervention, something called the shack, but it's also the, the community center and intergenerational center. But how do we how do we kind of build community, continue to build community, and support one another from from cradle to grave, wherever you are on the planet? And so the shack, as far as I'm concerned, is a perfect uh, uh, epitomizes that need. Whether it's a structure, whether it's a program, whether it's a policy, whether it's social service, delivery, but yeah, this is one, one speck of sand on the global universe and uh, we need to care for all of us. Uh, but, but you've been more focused and, and not as metaphorical as I am in terms of what does that mean, in terms of feeding people and su- supporting people with your team. So today we're gonna to spend, oh, 40, 45, 50 more minutes on uh, your vision, your, your dedication, your pride, and uh, you're gonna share with us about your team, fundraising, uh, the SHAC uh, intergener- Intergenerational Center, really just uh, what you're doing and leading. And I wanna say, Honda, before I get, I'm I gonna give you a chance to say something, don't worry. I am gonna give you a chance <laughs> to just, just, just say one one or two words, but your, your uh, example of leadership is really fascinating. So I hope we can also share some time with our viewers and listeners about your your work here in, in the city, your vo- vocational work your, and your advocational work. But Honda, good morning. Uh, Belated uh, thanks to you every day is a day for Thanksgiving. So, really appreciate the chance to kind of chat with you. Good
1: morning, Tom, and thank you for having me
0: on your show. So, 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 share with us the vision. I was looking, Honda, at an article written by Mark Zeresky, uh, Mark is one of the uh, New Haven Registers, it's our daily newspaper. And uh, Mark wrote an article back in 2021. Uh, it's a picture of you and Carolyn Kinder, and I really like it where he. Kind of talks about the the, the vision, the launch, the, the the reopening of a a closed community center, and uh, that that's really I think important for people to know that you've revived, resuscitated, relaunched that that things will die, but someone has to pick up the baton. So, uh, you know, kick 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 us off. I've seen some of your podcasts. I know you're not a person that uh is is shy to talk. So uh, the, the, the mic is yours, as they say.
1: So thank you, thank you, Tom. I, I really appreciate this. Um, just to let you know, this have all stemmed back. Uh, this center has been closed for over 20 years where there was no uh, community activities that were going on in here. Um, before I became older as a ward chair, just a community leader, um, listening to the residents here in this community of the things in which that they needed and what they wanted um, to be able to thrive and to survive mm. in this community, because i um, we basically out here is like on an island of our own. It was like no one was listening to the cries of the people. Um, they were asking for so much, but nothing was being done for mm-hmm. them. Um, and it came up to me, you know, asking me, you know, well, when are we going to be able to get our community center back? At the time, I couldn't answer them to let them know when and how we can get it back because I wasn't in the position to do so. Um, 2019, I began to run for um, Alder of the war. and in 2019, um, I went knocking on doors and asking the residents what are the things in which that they want to see in this community to build the community up, to bring it back to life, um, to bring stability um, into the community. What were they looking for? And what I've heard from all of the people doors that I've knocked on, bring back the shack from the young. So the old was asking for the shack and they said the shack had so many different memories in which that they remembered when they were kids or they uh, went to the shack for daycare. And I'm talking to people that were probably like in their seventies and eighties. So this is how long the center was stemming back where people were really involved with it. So I knew I had to have a plan um, for to do this. And I sat down and prayed. I'm a very religious person. Mm. Um, And I I prayed and I asked God for directions and which way to go. I didn't get the directions immediately of how I was going to do things. So I just ended up leaving town and went on a trip uh, to Arizona to visit my sister. And when I went to visit my sister and I sat by the poolside and just praying about um, what can be done for this community? How am I going to meet the needs of the community? How am I going to meet the wants mm. of the community? So it began to be a, a great concern of mine because I wanted to uh, give the community of what they were asking for. I didn't want to be someone that you tell me you want something and then I forget about it for many, many years and nothing come to fruition in regards to doing it. I wanted to be a person mm-hmm. of action Mm. Um, And I wanted to be a person of my my word um, when I had um, given these people that I was going to try to bring this back. So I sat down at my computer um, and I sketched out what I remembered, what this building had actually looked like um, from memory. Mm -hmm. Then I put down, it's like I did a vision board. I put Mm. down the needs of the community and I put down what they wanted. Mm. And I took all of the needs and want to bring them together to see if I can paste them into the rooms in which that I remembered that were here mm-hmm. um, to bring it together from the young, as well as the old. And then I took that memory board with the sketch of the building. And I just left it sitting on the table in my um sister's mm-hmm. house. And I began to pray on it. Pray on, you know, cause you can have a sketch on different things, but You don't have the people to work the the sketch out. So I began to pray on it. And at the time, you know, I didn't see anything that was happening. On my way coming home, it was like flashes through my eyes of different people that were being put in place to be a part of this this vision in which that God has given me. So I knew at first I had to write down the plan. Mm. and. The plan that I wrote down, I said it had to be very plain for me to write it down to remember what I wanted actually to fulfill the people's needs of what they want. Don't do any schematics that was going to be crazy and off the wall. Just make it plain. Those are some of the things in which I did. I I wrote it out. Um, Some of the people said that they didn't have their GED. They wanted to continue their education. So I just put GED course. Some people said that they wanted to do crafts, which were the seniors, wanted a room of their own. And I just put senior crafts um, that was on the the wall um, on my vision board and other things, you know, like the kids needed help with homework. I put tutorial. Mm. So I knew what I was going after and just made things just what was plain. And when I looked at the vision board, I was like, wow, I have a map. I have a plan (laughs) before I can put the map and plan together. I have to put a board together Mm. in order Mm. to be able to implement the map Mm. and Mm -hmm. the plan. So I began to pray about the board of who I was going to choose that was going to have the interest of this commit community. Mm. Um, Also see the vision in which that God has given me the vision for the community um, and also be able to help me to bring in funding for mm. um, the individual. So when God gives you something, he gives it to you in a full circle. Mm. Everything becomes complete. He's not going to give you something and then you have to pace things together. It's going to be a complete thing. And I know some people probably sitting here and saying, wow, you know, it's, you know, all of this about God. Well, that's who's guiding my life. Yes. Um, that's who guided me in into getting the center to where it's at now. When I look at where we are now, after putting that board together, after having that plan and putting the plan together, and the plan was written plainly on paper to where I was able to implement it into a plan to give to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, when I brought the plan to the city, they was like, wow. And I was like, I need to get that building back. Um, And the first thing they says, well, do you have a plan? Yes, everything was written down. Here's the plan. So they had something to go by because I gave them the blueprint, uh, which they had to go by. So like I said, in the midst of all of that, different people God was putting in place, people that I didn't even know. Mm. They were coming in and saying, I can do this. I can do this. I can help you get this grant. I can help you get that. Now, must I remind you, I've never written a grant before in my life, not one, but it was so amazing that the first grant I was able to write was to the community foundation with the help of Amos Smith from mm-hmm. Community Action Agency.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: the way that God had placed him into my life to help me to build a system that can't be broken, mm-hmm. but the system is, is to be, you know, added on the things to be corrected. And he stirred me into a place to where I am currently now. And I've learned to be into this place, to continue to keep my ears open, to continue to listen to the people, to see what they want. And then it's like everything felt right in place. Hmm. Um, I used everyone in this community to work in the building. When we came into the building, um, got our lease for the building, we had, I mean, the building was so messed up. We had to clean the building up. We had at least about um, 10, 30 yarder dumpsters mm. filled up with stuff from out of this building. That's how messed up the building, mm-hmm. we cleaned it. Then the community came together. And what I loved about it, because I was able to get groups that were involved into the community, that were groups that were a part of the community and the community that's here. We all came together and we cleaned the place up. We painted the place up and the artwork and what you see in the back was done by a community resident, a Mm. resident of this community. Mm. So everyone that did something in this building was resident. This is a resident building that has been driven by resident up until those that come in and clean up, um, those that serve. We're all residents that live in this community. So one of the other things that I had said that I wanted to do with this community is to build build up a fortress to build up wealth mm. um, into the community. And this is what the shack will do. The shack will allow the people that live in the community to be able to train them to work into the shack. Mm. Mm. It can be close by their families. Um, even when their children get off school, they're in the community and they're able to work to become self-sufficient. And we have a few of them right now, that's currently, that's being trained Mm -hmm. to work in here, to do various different tasks in this building. So um, it was a great honor for me to do so, but this didn't come overnight. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Mm -hmm. an overnight process. This was a process that happened for the three years that I have been sitting on the Board of Alders and it comes with persistentness that you have to be persistent. You have to listen, you have to be open To others and not think that, hey, you have all the answers because you don't have all the answers. You have to be teachable. Mm -hmm. And I just thank God that I am able to allow myself to be teachable by many. And and that's how we have became strong by those teachable moments in which that we have gotten from so many different people that came through um, the shack.
0: And you're at 333 Valley Street for folks that want to kind of visit. And I know you had a tremendous Thanksgiving event just uh, last week. And I can my, my memory goes back to this summer where you had two or three events this summer that I tried to get to, but I couldn't find a place to park. I mean, I could have parked in West Haven, but but, but just I said, oh, this is I'm late. I'm I'm late to the game. Uh, but 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 Honda, you reference your team, and it's so that's so important. Everything you, you shared in terms of. Planning and strategy and, and perseverance is so key. But but share a few few names of folks that have come come to not to not to your rescue, but have, that have jumped on board for this. Uh, it's this, literally this freedom train that you're that you're uh, the conductor of. So it was
1: it was it was amazing how the team had developed. And the first team that I developed was um, the team of the board of directors mm-hmm. that was here, and the board of directors is composed of. Residents that live in the West Rock, West Hills neighborhood. You know, West Rock is is surrounded by um, four different alders. You have the alder in 25, 26, 27, and myself in 30. We have residents from those different areas, mm. which we have the former um, mayor, Tony Harp, is the president of the board. We also have um, Andrea Scott, who is on the board. We have Jim Barber, mm. who is a board member. We also have Alex Talbis, who is our attorney and is a board member. Um, Shalika Dixon, she's a manager at Webster Bank. She's a board member. Um, Jackie Daniels Pullen, mm. board member. Um, and if you notice, all of them are basically older than I am, all but
2: one. <laughs>
1: right? Um, we have... Uh, Myself, and I think I'm probably missing one. That Oh, Serena, Serenil, she's okay. a board yeah. member also. And they all live in this surrounding area, yeah. but one, but one, which is the attorney. Um, and the members that are our honorary boards is our alders, mm. which we have um, from 25, Adam Rashan, 26, Dale King, 27, Alder Furlow, and myself basically are the honoraries that we have that's on here because it's surrounding our wards. When Mm -hmm. we say 333 Valley Street Center, we're not just talking about Ward 30. Mm. We're talking about the surrounding of the area also Mm -hmm. because we're all in this capsule on this island together. It's Mm -hmm. like we've forgotten about for so many years. Now, when I talk about my ground team, Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a very strong round team made up of community people that I have um, that basically helps me and do the the real hard work. They're my right hands. I have um, a Monica Clark. I have um, Vaughn Robinson, Jarrell uh, Merritt. My ambassador that I have is Jordan um, Cunningham. Another ambassador, Zanya Daniels um, Singleton that I have um, another one of our young ambassadors we have is is Emma um, Ehrenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she deals with our park issues. So mm-hmm. we have ambassadors that deals with different issues of our community in which that we have. We have um, Edward Jones and we have uh, Far, um, Marquise Reed when we yes. call farmer. Um, and they're all a part of, this community mm. in, in which we have. And I know I'm probably missing some. Um, they probably hang my neck later, but it's just not coming across my my forehead right now. Um, and we have other ambassadors, which we do have working on the Brookside side, which is mm-hmm. Trey Moore. He mm-hmm. works on the Brookside side, trying to bring the residents together. Um, so, when, when I mentioned about the ambassadors, this is the ambassadors for the community of Ward 30 that's coming together to try to make the community a much better and a safer place for all. So I try to put all of the community together to work together. And I have my strong leaders on the Brookside side, like I have Maria Langston, Patty um, Sumters, Miss um, Moore that's over there. These are strong leaders that I have um, that work with me that helps me out because Mm -hmm. as their leader, I can't do this by myself.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. We we need help. Mm -hmm. And these people, they do the groundwork of a lot of things in which that we need to be done. And I'm grateful for them that they have taken the helms like Ms. Pearl um, has taken the helms up and just, you know, try to help me to maneuver things on the other side of the extension, which is a good thing that happens.
0: And, you know, it's just so so important for us to extend our hands and create that communion. You, 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 and I'm really so so glad you shared the names of folks because uh, it's what you've said in I guess these last these first uh, 20 minutes is so instructive in terms of community building and what and what it means to uh, to to create to create harmony. When you mentioned Miss Pearl, I I guess had this, I'm smiling per- personally and just inside because Miss Pearl and everyone you mentioned are are um. Our spirit, our 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 dedication, our creativity, our our comedy, our uh, our being is so so key. And so when you're around Ms. Pearl, and I'll pick on Ms. Pearl here for a second, but 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 all the all of us when you when we appreciate the gifts, I guess the point I'm trying to spit out, the gifts that all of all of us had to share, it's really it's it's really stimulative. You know, it keep, keeps 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 me alive. And I'm so glad you, you referenced those names. Honda, take take me to 2023. 20, 20, I mean you're. You're still in somewhat of the embryonic stage you've continued to you've had programs i got my COVID, my uh covet my my flu shot there i think last last year i guess yes I, think I met my flu shot last year um but but take us to 23 where we are um and, and where where you hope to go
1: so in 2023 I, I just hope we're able to really launch out what this center is really all about trying to bring back a sense of community um back into this ward, like I said, we have been forgotten and sitting on an island for many, many years where no one really thought about us because we sit so far out. It's like no one wants to come out here. And I know that from when I was working with the city of New Haven, when they says, Well, you got to go all the way back to Westville. I'm like, Look, it's too close for me to go home. So I'm going to leave that in for the next day, even though I do live out here, but I don't want to make that extra trip. So it's like, Making a trip out here is like people are being forgotten about. And that helped me to realize um, the things that when I didn't want to go back, how many others don't want to go back and a lot of things are forgotten. So in 2023, we're looking to bring this community back alive even more so. Mm-hmm. the center is gonna do so much for the residents throughout the West Rock community. Um, And when I say so much because of the different programs in which we're going to have out here for them, we haven't had a summer camp in our own community for many years. Um, I started two years ago bringing back the summer jobs um, Mm -hmm. into this community and they have been very successful. I'm sorry, three years. They have been very successful that I've been working with Elm City Communities. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I just thank God that um, Director Executive Director Karen Walton-DeBose had a lot of um, confidence in me Mm, to bring mm -hmm. forth um, the summer work program, and it was very successful. Kids have learned Mm -hmm. so much um, from working and learning different skills. So this year, I want to bring in a summer camp Mm -hmm. into um, the community and give kids back what they have lost for many, many years. Um, Kids don't play anymore because Mm -hmm. the electronics became their babysitters. Mm -hmm. Well, we want to get them back to the outdoors to learn outdoor gaming the way that I had when I was Mm -hmm. young, Mm
2: -hmm. growing
1: up, um, playing on the outside, uh, playing baseball or stickball, what Mm -hmm. they call it, basketball, you know, bringing a scotch back out, doing Mm -hmm. some, we have beautiful trails that are here, Mm -hmm. the nature walks, doing scavenger hunts Mm -hmm. um, for the children. I want to bring that back. And through this center in 2023, Um, not just that, but I wanna continue to make this center as an educational hub
2: Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm.
1: all children, adults and seniors to happen. So some of the things in which that we're gonna have into this center, which will be doing basic computer skills for all ages, um, they will learn um, robotics, programming Mm. and coding. We also have um, a food pantry, which will be able to feed many people that don't have, and those that do have want to grab something that they missed out with, mm-hmm. um, that they need to cook or they can come down. And we should have that also. We have um, our senior rooms. They'll be doing story time with the young as well exactly. as the old, um, teaching them about um, reading to them, their stories mm-hmm. of their lives so that we can take those life lessons and the wisdom that we get from the old to utilize them for ourselves. Not just that, they'll be doing crafts with the seniors. Um, the seniors have their chance to do chair exercises, um, line dancing, because yeah. you know that helps their cardio.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it helps them keep them moving so that they don't stiffen up. At all, we want to keep them busy and moving, and the kids can be able to dance with them also. So it's bringing back a a sense of family atmosphere. Um, We're also looking to do a tutorial. We have Hmm. 12 retired educators that is on board with us that will be um, teaching these children um, their lessons in which that they missed um, within school. They do have one on one with the homework tutorial. Um, and which that they do. Um, also, we have Pathways to Careers. Um, we have our attorney program that we're doing, and we have the attorney that live in the community. Oh. We'll be teaching the kids about their rights, teaching mm-hmm. the kids how to do mock trials. We have engineers that will teach them about structure engineering, architecture, and, and also musical engineering, mm. which we'll be having. Mm. Um, we also have our doctor's program, which will teach the kids about their bodies, teach them those that want to make a career in becoming a doctor, teach them how to, be, you know, become um, that. Um, and it's a lot of learning that goes on. We have our life skill program that will go on that will teach all um, from the adults down to the children, because we find finding out that there's a lot of adults that missed out from mm. learning mm-hmm. how to make up a bed, clean up a house, wash clothes. And that's something that we're going to have in the center. We're going to have a washer and dryer right. oh. where they can wash their clothes. Um, even if the homeless come in and need you know, to freshen up, we have that ability for them to do that also. Um, one of the things that I'm very excited about is our boost program in which that we have. And the boost program is an anti-bullying program. Hmm. We find out a lot of kids get bullied I'm dealing with a lot of them now where they don't want to go to school because they built bullied by others
2: mm.
1: and they're bullied by others because they don't look the way that they look mm. or they don't have the clothes that they have. Well, we're going to teach them, um, about, about not being bullied and how to deal with bullies. And they're going to do an anti-bullying campaign Great. where they can put it on some type of a podcast, um, to talk about people should not do bullying We also have our music studio in which that we're getting ready to build. Oh, tremendous. Okay. And that's what I'm so excited about because it's going to be a live recording studio. We have four um, Grammy award winning producers that will be working along with our children um, in this facility here. So I'm excited about what's going on and all of these kids Will have an opportunity to come to the game room after they finish their mm-hmm. after they finish their homework. That's because we're teaching them structure. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like you can't just drop your pencil down and do half of your homework and don't finish it all and decide you're going to come to the game room. Well, you got to earn it. You mm-hmm. got to earn a token from each one of the electives and from your homework in order to get into the game room. Now, we do have a kitchen that will be a live kitchen. Where we will be able to feed the kids before they come, feed our seniors, so no one is going home hungry. Mm-hmm. And and it's just going to be a, an all around type of facility for people um, to come in to enjoy. Already, it feels like home. Yes, and people are loving it, and we wanted to continue to fill that.
0: Funded for oh, that, thats that's that's fantastic. And again, uh, uh, because we'll be sharing this show widely for people, you know, throughout the throughout our kind of. Area our audience area which continues to expand. Just again about what what does it mean? How do you build something and, and sustain it for for everyone from cradle to grave? Talk to me though a little bit about about fundraising. I mean that, that has to be a an, an issue or a target objective of yours uh, to kind of sustain and to uh, to nurture all of these really tremendous initiatives.
1: Yeah, it is an issue. It is an issue. Um, before I do that, I just wanted to say
2: okay.
1: I wanted to thank our interim director, Dr. Carolyn Kinder. Yes. Uh, She's been right by my side and she has embraced the vision in which that God has given um, to me. And she's working along with me to make this happen. I couldn't do any, you know, do this without her. And I do appreciate all of her hard work and what she's doing. So what we're doing in regards to fundraiser, we have a fundraiser that's currently that's out, um, which that people can donate to support our youth to be able to attend the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can share the link with you, please. Um, um, later, mm-hmm. you can probably share it with your your followers. Good. What the fundraiser does, it pays tuition by sponsoring the kids to come, so that the kids don't have to pay to come to the program. Mm. It's so hard now, where um, families is trying to take care of either figuring out, am I going to buy food, pay rent keep my lights on and send my child to a, or send my child to a much needed program that they really need, let alone for those that don't have, um, that can't do it alone. So we want to make it where that all the children have an opportunity and our seniors have an opportunity to come to the program without paying um, a fee. So this is why we're, you know, starting the fundraiser off, which I tell people, you know, hoping that people will donate a hundred dollars to the fundraiser or whatever that they yeah, have sure. to donate. Um, we'll accept it all. And,
0: and, and so, I mean, an annual campaign. People uh, invested so much. And not to make a bad joke, and I know I'm going to probably get some heat, but we've invested a lot in the, the Wakanda film. So not, I'm not I'm not against the film and the and the millions of dollars that the film is bringing in but sometimes I think we need to also realize that we can spend our our dollars uh, more, more, uh, more on a sustaining basis, but I just digress a little bit. (laughs) I
1: think it's, it's, it's good. And I want to thank all of my sponsors that have sponsored um, this center thus far, like community foundations, Mm -hmm. uh, United way Um, community action agency has been a great sponsor um, to us. And we, you know, community has been stepping up to, they've been coming in and tapping on that um, icon for the QR code and been sponsoring, but it's not enough. It's not enough. We want to be able to keep these kids going. We want to be able to keep these kids fed Um, my bill alone, just feeding these kids every week. I would, I can't even tell you what I I've have invested into um, this center alone, just myself. Um, just to keep it thriving, even though we're not open, we're still feeding kids. Mm. So I feed them through Haven Harvest Mm -hmm. and also out of my pocket. Um, But it's a worthy cause to do it because we have a lot of children that are in this community and in this city that are hungry. Mm. We have a lot of kids that are couch surfing that don't have food, but they know they can come to the shack, that someone is going to be here to feed them. And that's what we do. So this helps the child. That's so fantastic. anything that anyone can can do to be a sponsor um, for this this center will be great. And,
0: and state state Rep. Robin Porter has been supportive, has she not?
1: Well, State Representative Tony Walker, Tony Walker, and, I'm sorry, and, and State Senator Gary Winfield have been very supportive of this center. They helped us to be able to get the five hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the um to rebuild this center there's a lot of work that has to be done and I have to think the city with Lci have um put in a, a lot of money thus far to build it but the cap of it was from um the state because some things that the city wasn't going to do that the state did pick up
0: mm-hmm. and it's, I think it's so important for people to hear the your your methodology from people on the street from people uh people that, that live in the neighborhood, to the local city government, to local city organizations, such as L- agencies, such as LCI, and, and also the state. We, there are the various levers we have to pull, but someone has to know how to do it, and someone has to have the vision and commitment that that you that you illustrate. So it's so inspirational. I hope people are hearing loud and clear. If you want something done, it can happen, but you got to work. You got to work in every sector um, and, and get over your fears and get over your, your hesitancies and have have commitment that you're uh, that There's a goal higher, higher than yourself. Uh, I'm glad, glad you mentioned it. Uh, I, I was about to say Reverend Kendra, Reverend Carolyn Kendra, but, but uh, I mean she's she a she's a faith a faith lady and. Uh, I, and I tell
1: you, it is a commitment. Um, I retired from the city in two nineteen, started this project in 2019. and um, I haven't stopped. Mm. Here, sixteen <laughs> to twenty hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm here seven days a week, holidays, I'm here also. So it is a great commitment, you know, even when others can't be here, I know that there's work that has to be done, and I'm still on this pulse here. I come early morning, and I leave late at night, so it's a great commitment in which that you have to do. I'm committed to this project. I'm committed to this community. I'm committed to my residents and I'm committed to do what they've asked of me to do as their alder.
0: And Honda, on on that note, I just want to extend what you've said. I really appreciate that transparency with your several decades working for public works and I guess a decade or more with with Park and Rec. What what would you say? I want to shift for just for a second. What would you say to people that want to uh, be sure that they're getting their the, the, the requisite city services that they deserve. If they have any issues or complaints. How, how would you steer people in this regard to uh, if they have a public works issue or if they have something with park record? Just the city agency in general, given your experience. And I say this in the context that you've worked in the vineyard, you've seen various leadership styles and you're still committed to uh, efficiency. I, I think the word that comes to my mind is e- efficiency and effectiveness. What, what kind of uh, wisdom pearls would you share with people that are listening but how they can more, more, more f- successfully, um, you know, get the return on our taxpayer investment.
1: Well, what I would advise the people to do is use what they call the Rolodex. And I'm gonna explain to you what mm-hmm. I call the Rolodex. Way back in the days, we had the white and yellow pages mm-hmm. of the telephone book. The city has a telephone book also. And the telephone book for the city is all of the departments. When you go to the city website, you have the departments, you have the phone numbers. First thing, what I would tell people, if you have an issue with uh, trees um, that's falling, contact your local parks department, put in a complaint. They have this thing now that's called C-click fix. Mm -hmm. I've never been a believer of C click fix um because i've always liked to go to the direct head personally which Mm -hmm. going to the department Um, it works for some people some people it doesn't work for i like to have a person that i can talk to that Mm -hmm. they can hear my complaint so i said call the department so someone can hear your complaint and take it down Once you get the department, take the person's name so you can follow back up with them if what you asked for has not been done. Um, So anything done with park issues, which is if your park is not clean, your trees that have fallen um, down, um, that's park issues. Public works, because a lot of people get public works issues and park issues mixed up. Yes. Public work deals with anything that's dealing with your public space issue, which is from the middle of the street to the back of the sidewalk. So if your street has potholes, those are public works issues. Your drainage is stopped up, not um, draining properly. It all depends on where it's at. If it's in front of your house, that's your responsibility as an owner to clear out all catch basins, And a lot of people don't realize that Mm. that's their responsibility Mm. um, to keep it clean and free so that the water, rainwater can flow through properly. If it's dealing with the sidewalk issues, if your sidewalk has a city tree, then the city becomes responsible for that portion of the city tree. If there's no tree, then that's your responsibility. So if you look at the tree, it's probably like a, a six, a three by six space. Mm-hmm. Um, that is. So you'll have ten feet from the curb. I mean, from the street to the curb is what the city deals with. Other than that, that's all your responsibility. When you have um. Snow removals, it is the responsibility of the property owner or the resident to remove their their snow from the mm-hmm. street, um, from the sidewalk. Not public works' responsibility. Their only responsibility is to clean the street so that it can be clear and free for emergency apparatus to go up and down um, the street freely when there's a snowstorm. Most people say, well, they come back and they block my sidewalk. Well, you shouldn't be out there cleaning the street during the time the snow is still falling. You're supposed to clean it after the snow have fallen so that you can clear all the debris up because during the course of the evening when it's snowing, public works is constantly pushing back the snow so that it can be free for emergency apparatus so they, can, so they can get back and forth of where they need to get to. And that's where a lot of residents um, fell and get things mixed up. It is your responsibility to clean um, the corners. If you live at a corner house, you have to clean off the handicap ramps or if you have um, a bus stop um, shelter in front, it's your responsibility to clear out that shelter also. And I find it that, excuse me, I'm breathing hard because my sinus is um, acting up. I find it kind of hard for people to understand the ordinance, those are city ordinance that has been um, created years ago, way before we became older um, person in which people do not adhere to. They feel that they don't have to adhere to it. But if someone slipped and fall on their property, They're going to be responsible for that. Mm -hmm. So I tell people when it comes down to the public's work issues, knowing what issue you want to deal with or fight for or what what your problem actually are, because a lot of them, you know, they get so confused and say, well, the corner of my house have not been cleaned off yet and it's a handicap ramp. No, it's not. Not until you get out there and clean that corner ramp.
0: Excellent, excellent. We have about 12 or so more minutes. Let's go back to the vision and the intergenerational, because I love this theme, because uh, we hear so much about both oh, the conflict and the, the disputes among generations and the pr- perspective about how we move to the future. But there's a collective future that we can all enjoy. And as you were talking about the variety of the services, you're just creating that environment where people can, can kind of feel and experience and contribute to kind of a holistic vision is just so, so key. Uh, and I love what you mentioned in terms of the, your faith claim as we first started off. And again, this is not a, I'm not coming from a religious show and, and certainly people have a variety of beliefs, but I think it, it, it should be clear as you look at society today that there's, there's some, something's wrong, <laughs> something, something, something is wrong. We're kind of fractured here. Uh, uh, so, so I, I want to, so health, health wise, give me some advice, uh, share some advice, if you will, and you were so kind to kind of mention your, uh, your, your. Respiratory issue, that, that that the body is a fragile thing. Kind of share a few words in your, in your thought about how people should could could maintain and sustain and, and remain, you know, remain healthy in spite of the challenges of life.
1: I'm the wrong person to ask that
0: well, question. Well, I, I I think the reason I'm picking <laughs> reason I'm picking on you is because you have uh, you you you, you your, your your mental outlook has remained strong. So, what do you think encourages the mental outlook? We know that the body is 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 flesh; it's, it's it's dirt. It's going to turn to dirt. So, we know that that's a fragile, time-sensitive issue. But the mental outlook for you to, because you could have retired, as you say, you could have retired many years ago. So, uh, I, yeah.
1: I think it when it comes to the mental outlook of mine, it comes from a lot of um, experience through trials. Mm through tests and um, my faith tells me your trials and tests only comes to make you stronger. Mm. And uh, through the things in which that I went through in life um, and I'm close to 60, I'm still young. um, It made me to be who I am. A lot of things I said that I would never do ever again. I find myself doing, Mm. but it humbled me. Um, by going through the things in which that I had to go through, it really humbled me. Um, this is a humbling experience of being an alder because it allows me to listen to the people and to fill the needs. Right. Every need and every want is not the same. So you can't treat every problem as is if it's the same. Now, you're going to go through a lot of things. You're going to get some people to say that they hate you. They don't like you. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. But I've learned that you have to stay focused on what issues are that needs to be dealt with. And you deal with them accordingly. We have over 4,000 residents in our wards right now until the change of the uh, reclass certification um, goes. um, Not recertification. The reval goes through. Mm -hmm. We have over 4,000. And with those 4,000, we have to listen to every last one of them. Mm. I find that each one have a different, unique story. I take those stories and I apply those stories to my life to make it work with others Mm. and to make it work within me. So, like I said, it's a very humbling experience in which that I'm going through right now and working with this um, project. And I'm just grateful to be a part
0: of it life is about learning, and you've reached out and you you've seen that people are receptive. I think that's the message too. you can reach and have faith and and you you know some support is out there the universe could, can provide fascinating uh, yeah. we have about f- f- ten more minutes and anything that kind of crosses your mind from a from an instinctive standpoint
1: I, I think it's so amazing when when you especially during the Thanksgiving holiday, when I saw how uh, the police, the fire, the sororities, the fraternities on other organizations with the community came together as one. It became one community. That was the greatest feeling that I could ever have felt. That was something that I've seen that was going to happen. And it happened to bring these four girls together. um, And everyone was happy. You know, not just the food made them happy, but the fellowship Mm -hmm. is what made everyone happy from the young to the old. Um, and that was a great thing to see. So I'm, I'm very grateful to be able to um, be able to build relationships with so many different people to make things to come out the way that it did during this holiday season.
0: Let's, let's let's prop up a little bit your your young ambassadors. I'm I'm intrigued with that concept because the way that they see life, they're they're. I believe quite frankly, Honda, that if you're under if you're between like 21 and 35, you should have five votes people at our age would have like one vote because each vote, each election now is it's their future to a large degree, but, but share any stories or thoughts. Uh, uh, Cause I'm really uh, excited and intrigued with your being able to corral, recruit and and get the young folks to kind of jump on board with you.
1: I'm excited about my young ambassadors. Um, for one, I have young ambassadors that deal with different aspects around this community.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I have my uh, park ambassador, which is a, um, Emily Ehrenberg, Mm -hmm. what she does, we're teaching her how to read the maps and how to restructure a park. Mm -hmm. Um, We got the Hilltop Park in which that I'm excited, hopefully this spring that we can start on that. She was able to corral the people together to bring forth a a tremendous meeting um, of all of the residents that came out and met inside of the park. Mm -hmm. And they built, um, put together a plan for the way they want the park to look. Which was great. Then I have um Jana Singleton. She's one of our youth ambassadors, in which she's what like deals basically in programming, um, which she the program in which that you saw that happen here during the springtime. Um, she had put that together with the arts and ideals, um, Mm -hmm. with um the other like Iva Johnson and Andrea Singleton. They all came together and they put that together for our outdoor venues, in which we had. Then we have Jordan Cunningham. I'm really excited about this young man. Um, he has done so much. He started when he was um, 8, 17, actually. When I first opened the doors, he came in, and he wanted to create a farm. So he created our farm. That's um, We have um, the Shack Farm in which we grow all of our vegetables really, that we eat really out of. Um, and we're working with our farmer that lives here in the community, which is Farmer D., Um, He has farms all over this um, new Haven that Mm -hmm. he has been working with and they have built a strong farm in the back of our building. um, And it's growing beautifully. Now we're growing um, winter vegetables. Mm. Um, So we're teaching the kids how to eat healthy. Um, Then we also have um, Azaria Evans. um, And what she does is she's trying to bring the younger people together that don't want to come into a facility now she's bringing them into the facility so she's our outreach ambassador mm-hmm. where she goes out and does all of the outreach for the young people and they come in. Um, she finds those young people that are couch surfing those are sometimes you find those yeah. that have ran away
2: mm-hmm. from home
1: we find them the proper help in which that they need and direct them to the services and whom they should be talking to um, which is really good. we work well with the police department and um, doing so. And we have had great results with kids so far. And we're not even open. That's, that's the amazing part about it. We're not even open, but we're very active yes. um, in this building. And this building have thrived so much. We see over within a month time, about 500 people mm. um, within a month's time. So people are coming in, in and out of the building a lot.
0: And, and the, the young people also share with you, uh, I mean, I'm not picking on the New Haven public school system, but we know that there are issues in terms of reading scores and schools being, classes being closed and uh, the, the upcoming superintendent search. But the young people also kind of keep us keep us informed of what's going on in the schools. Is that is that correct?
1: Oh, I know so much that's going on in schools. One of the things that's happening now, um, in order for our young people to get snacks during the day, we make them read. So we're finding out where they're at. Um, and we're finding out there's a lot of young people that are not reading and just asking them questions. They tell you everything or why they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it's not school's problem, to be honest with you, of what's, what's happening um, with a lot of these kids. A lot of these kids are not doing things because you find that it's a parental issue. I got you know kids that haven't been to school in 38 days when you look at the report card, or kids just don't show up to school, and you figure, well, why? Why aren't they going to school? They should be going to school. So it's it's a, a bigger issue than what we really expected mm. to be.
2: Mm.
1: Um. So it's a lot that which that we got to look into. A lot of things in which that we have to do. Um. And I don't want to speculate things that are happening. I want to have my hands, my pulse on it to know mm. what is actually happening. Mm-hmm. So it's what you call it, I'm just investigating a lot of stuff before
0: yes. I can really speak on it. Yes, excellent. Well, all the more reason to have you back because you're, 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 you're committed now, you're making a pledge to return in 2023 and bring your bring some of your crew with, with you as well as maybe, I know the youth ambassadors are in school, but we might be able to arrange a chance to kind of talk to them even while, while they're at school, uh, et cetera. We have about th- three more minutes and again, Harry, our station manager will play the music to k- kick us off. But until he does, let's kind of push the envelope. Uh, any kind of last words or thoughts or things you'd like to share with folks as we go, go through the upcoming holiday season and then into 2023, and just the, the 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 exhilaration of being alive. I know I'll see you at the various uh, auditor meetings that are upcoming. Uh, and but well, that's that's the side because I I really did not anticipate knowing how many meetings that that might be. Willingly obligated to attend, but again, to, to find out the knowledge, it's a, not, not. Seeking knowledge is a constant endeavor, so you, you got, got to kind of put, got to got, got to be there. You got to be in it to win it.
1: Well, I just want to say to your guests, um, your followers, that please support us here at three 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 Valley Street, an intergenerational organization known as the Shack. Um, anything is acceptable. Um, if you need to reach out to me, I'm always here at the center. Stop by and come and check us out to see
0: what we have going on. You mentioned about the farming and it gets, occurs to me, uh, Honda, that you're close to Common Ground also. So are, are they kind of, are you building synergy with them perhaps? The greatest thing
1: about this community, um, Tom, is that I have built relationship with everyone here yes. from Common Grounds um, They come over, they work in the building also, to Job Corps, um, to the residents, to every business that's over here um, that I built these relationships with. So, yes, it's a part of the community. They're part of my community. These are all my constituents that I do deal with.
0: Excellent. And you have the medical dispensary that's going to be opening uh, soon down, 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 down the hill. Any thoughts about that?
1: Well, that's not my ward.
0: Okay. All that
1: dispensary right. is not my ward. That's in another ward.
0: So, okay. I, will, so you'll, you'll, I will not comment on that. You'll leave that in that. <laughs> oh, man. We're, uh, we're, we're, again, we have 90 more seconds. Harry's going to kick us off. But it's just a pleasure pleasure to see you. And I wish I wish you well and, and to get better uh, in terms of, are, are you doing any, any yoga or deep breathing or what's what your kind of?
1: I do. I, I meditate every night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I go into a meditation, and that's what keeps me um, going every day. Is do meditation. Excellent, excellent.
0: And, and that's, that's
1: what we're going to have here at the chat. We do meditation, and we're going to be doing yoga also.
0: Well, oh, cut it out. See, see, you you left that out. See, that out. I forgot about that. So, so much. I mean, just just so hard to thank you so much. I mean, the you hear this word holistic and 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 integral and integrating the body mind spirit but you're just really illustrating but manifesting what that bringing bringing life to those words so i really really appreciate it. you have steve uh sign back there to share as we go out say, share a little bit about that
1: yeah so steve he was a part of Stiesel. this community he mm-hmm. grew up in brookside um when he was very young steve is a grammy award winner he was before two um uh mc hammer he was the one yeah. created. MC Hammer Pants with Steezo.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um,
1: we put them up there as a memory and as history for this community.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Culture is so, so important. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see you soon, probably this week, at some of the various <laughs> upcoming meetings. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much and get better, dear. Thank you.
2: This is Harry Grove, and you're listening to WMHHLP 103.5 FM. Give up, give up, fall down. I just gotta get up, get up. Hey. Yeah, this is my road. Let's camera action. I'm ready to go. Way
0: too long, we face them storms. Now you gonna face the dawn you waiting for. I said from night to dawn, I write my wrongs alone in competition. With